Hi, this is Evador Relationship Maker Podcast, where we talk about difficulties, uh, we talk about triumphs, we talk about mistakes, successes, experiences, and relationships. Nobody can do it on their own. Relationships are the base of success. That's my belief. It's my privilege to introduce you to Carolina Chasin. And we did previously, we, di- we decided to do a few videos so we can help you to, to be more successful. And um, I'm so happy to have her here. We're going to continue. There are certain things that happened in both of our lives that we had to stop doing the podcast, but we're going to finish whatever we started. So hi, Carolina. Hi, Nanny. I love both of your names and uh, introduce yourself, please. Yes. So welcome, everybody. Again, thank you so much, Eva, for agreeing to resume the podcast. And yes, I am a business marketing and branding developer, and I grow, help, help people grow their business and maximize their potential, maximize their resources and their sales. And also I help them create the better brand content creation online for dig- with digital marketing. So um, definitely we've been at it as coaches for a while. And we know that as coaches, what the best thing that we do is develop businesses. So that's uh, exactly what we're doing here, trying to help you guys get more success out of what you have and figure out the resources and the knowledge and the tools that you need to optimize and automate your success. Um, thank you, Eva. And yeah, so we resume, we're resuming our, our podcast. We just wanted to do a little uh, intermediate podcast between before we resume everything because we wanted to just have a reset. It's 2023. Lots of things have happened past three years for both of us. <clears throat> lots of changes and lots of changes for the better, I would say. You know, there's some bad news, good news, but we have been able to pivot and emerge even more successful. So uh, thank you, Eva. One of the most important things I think <clears throat> we learned how strong we are and how we can overcome lots of obstacles and still triumph. And you forgot to mention something that is very important. You are also an engineer, which yes. is very important because you are you are so well grounded. So anybody who's going to hire you to, to help them, you are really like not just one-sided, one-dimensional, you are multi-dimensional. So they're going to get quite a bit out of it. So my questions for my question for you, what did you learn in 2022? How did you were able to maintain your business and what did you learn? What made you stronger? Well, definitely one of the things that I decided to do is to fully immerse myself in one particular business and step out of the coaching for a little bit and just focus all my coaching in one particular business. So I immerse myself in a service industry very deep to implement all the operational and coaching and business strategies that I've learned. And definitely what I've learned is that there are ways to not do the things (laughs) that make you successful. And um, it's very important to be able to open to other people and to trust other people. And that's one of the main things also to be humble, to be humble, to pivot and start from ground zero in one industry or in one particular aspect is is sometimes a good exercise because it makes you realize exactly the value that you have and all the different resources and knowledge and wisdom and experience that you can bring to the table. And it makes you realize how valuable you are. So that's one of the things that I really learned from last year is that leaving one focus on coaching multiple businesses and just focusing on one particular business for pretty much the the majority of the year was very helpful because I could see how all my strategies and all the different operations and marketing and branding ideas and content creation, the creativity part, the automation part was really um, making a difference where I was uh, focusing my energy. And I saw you had lots of uh, posts on Instagram and that uh, content creation. And it was amazing to, to watch how singing and, uh, and everything you are doing, it actually encompasses who you are. 
Yeah. So how did I, for example, one of the things that I had to do is while I was working full time on this particular business, I had to maintain my brand as a coach. I had to maintain my brand as a singer and I had to maintain my my brand, my knowledge, my credibility as a software engineer so what kind of content did, did I choose to post on my social media was related to all that to that particular strategy I needed to make sure that my my presence was still up um, it wasn't as often as I, I was before in the prior year but towards the end I started like really getting a routine and getting all the content out. And as I was learning things and as I was implementing things and seeing what was important for people to know as I was um, experiencing things with my clients and the business, I was posting things that was relevant also to the current times. Because as you know, <clears throat> as everybody knows, the current times are really uncertain and long-term. So nothing can be planned and even midterm it has to be the next month, the next week, because things are changing all over the world. And it affects you and affects your business and affects how you conduct your uh, your operations and how you post things on online. So that's why I was really aware of everything that was happening. And so I was posting things relevant. So that's why it's important to not plan the content creation for too far in advance. If you have a, a team that posts, you have to really be current. So it, it was really imperative that I would I maybe record some things, but then some other things were happening. So I would post something, something creative, something for music, something that connects people emotionally, something that connects people mentally, something that connects people in different ways. So I do have, of course, a, um, a strategy for posting and, um, and I've been keeping it and I think it's been working for now, but it's always important to to stay true to yourself. I think that's one of the things that I learned to have to stay true to yourself and not, deviate from what your values, um, the core values are in deep down. But I think also that you just mentioned something very important, that people just go, 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 and they don't, uh, don't achieve as much as they could. It's so important to step back and reevaluate what you have done and where you can improve and, and how to uh, be in the present, in the moment, with everything is going on, everything is changing so fast that you look at one uh, one uh, idea and there is another other idea, and people uh, try to how to say people minds is foggy. It's like okay, I have this, I have that, and they do nothing. So it's so important, as you said, that you took some time and really you thought about what you're going to do and how you're going to manage your business. So what is up, what was one of the most memorable things in 2022? I know one thing, but uh, just tell me the, the others. I wonder what was the memorable thing for you, but well, there were a couple of memorable things for me, um, but number one, the most important thing is the community that I created here in California. As uh, some people know, I moved here only in 2020, so it's been three years within the pandemic, which is all, all well, not three years, but really two years, right? Yeah, three years, I guess. It's yeah, been three years. Yeah. yeah, 2020, 2021, 2022, that I've been trying to build a community. And because of the pandemic happened, actually, it was really hard in the first two years to even connect with people or see people. So the last year really flourished, really, I was able to move to a different location where there was more activity. And that was really one big accomplishment for me. I feel like I have friends here now that I can actually call or, or see or have an invitation to a birthday party like as simple as that but that was like a big um a big moment that told me I do have friends here that are inviting me to a birthday party so it's really uh interesting so that was the first thing community connecting with people here in person creating some friends even at the business that I that I'm working so that's one thing and the second thing of course I was on stage twice with a JT at the mega success event that was absolutely fantastic and uh, and that they're connecting with so many finally so many people from all over the world from australia from everybody that could finally come to the u.s and meet at this mega success business event that was absolutely fantastic and dealing with all, all the connections with all the different business entrepreneurs in marketing top people in marketing branding and um and content creation it was really unbelievable so that was great and the third thing i would say 
singing with the Boston Pops again in in June in but with Boston Boston I'm going there and singing with uh, gospel music again back home that was really fantastic uh, going back and singing with the orchestra the Boston Pops I, I belong I belong to the Boston Pops gospel choir so we do perform every year in June at the symphony hall the very first concert hall in the United States and it's just really beautiful to be able to perform there so that was great um yeah so I'm I'm happy that you you mentioned things that I'm always saying if you want to be successful you cannot do it on your own you need people you need community you need relationships (laughs) and that's how you're going to be successful but the people who are going to surround yourself have to be the same level or higher than you so you can learn something absolutely yeah so that was really good like maintaining and keeping and growing all the different relationships that i've been building during the pandemic online and seeing them in person you know at the mega success at the different places and also participating in the you know the the different rooms that we used to uh, host and on clubhouse or audio only and seeing some of the clubhouse people in person at the mega success that's also great people that are you know millionaires billionaires that was also good i do participate you know with jt and the investors uh, networks and of course that's like three three four classes and and meetings a week of deals and business deals and investments and everything so that's also of course it, i felt like i grew as a business owner as a business investor also so that to understand wh- how what is a good deal how to close a contract better what is a good deal that benefits both parties and that was really in terms of knowledge i wouldn't have done that if i didn't surround myself with people that know more than me for sure so even we had a zoom with christina aguilera uh, that was incredible you know her sharing on the zoom call it was it's just really amazing all the people that we get to know in these networks online and then we meet them in person. We had a, a Networks Founders event at Mega Success in Anaheim. And we talked to all these people, billionaires are doing millions of contracts, even during the hard times. Because the truth is, even during the hard times, if you know how to do business, if you have the best interest of the client, the customer in mind, think you get a good deal. You can get a good deal. So the, the values of fairness and honesty and having having a, a good balance value, that's very, very important. That's what I love uh, about uh, JT because he's, uh, he's not like, I'm going to make lots of money and I don't care about anybody, but actually he brings people together and says, let's do business together. And he actually does it. So I think uh, having an honest mentor, having an honest coach, an honest uh, business associate, I think is so important because you have to trust the person who you're going to deal with. Yeah, definitely. Last year, I learned that you definitely have to evaluate the values, the people that you surround yourself with in advance. There's no way to know what, how, you know, how they really are until you get to know them. I have usually a 90-day policy of knowing somebody. And after 90 days, they cannot really fake who they are. <laughs> That's what I say always. And after 90 days, they show up one of their values that may be not opposing yours if 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 that's the real thing that they believe in so they somebody can't hide for more than 90 days that's what i have experienced in my life so a good tip people listen yeah that's an amazing thing yeah so when you meet somebody for a relationship for a roommate for business you can put them on a trial for 90 days and that's why usually the 90 days even the contrast when you hire people you know in 90 days you can really evaluate a person if they're going to be um somebody that you don't want to be do business with or you want to live with or you want to be with right because it's really hard after the first month or second month you know it's like that honeymoon phase where you're putting your best foot forward and you don't really show all of you but you can't really hide after 90 days so but it's so <laughs> important to realize you have to be whole in yourself to know uh, to be very strong on your uh, on your values and boundaries because if you are not you are not going to recognize the other person's values and boundaries you're going to you know fall into this kind of like you said honeymoon phase and forget what is important yeah definitely if you're also trying to put the best foot forward and then you're both of you are like in fantasy land right yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it's important that you know to be just very 
honest and clear and transparent. Like transparency and um, and fairness is very important. So if you in in business and in relationships, so when you meet these new people to create better communities, you know it's important for people to trust you that you have to be transparent and you have to be honest. Better to be honest and say something that they're not gonna like than to be holding information just to not let them uh, be hurt or or judge you you know don't be afraid just be who you are but it's really you know being who you are people can can you, you can see who can really relate and the truth is not everybody relates with you not everybody is supposed to connect with you not everybody is supposed to be compatible with you so then that's okay you know that's okay not everybody has to like you so just be be yourself so that you can be the people with the people that really are compatible to like you and do business with you and have relationships with you and connect with you. Yes. So that's um, and remember you are under the microscope <laughs> because you really, I mean it's true. I mean you have to make sure that the person you connect is going to do what they said is go- they are going to do and uh, you know the trust and the kindness and you know it's it's important. Yeah and and, and definitely you know we're not out here uh in life uh, to judge other people but we have to measure, you know, what are the values that are incongruent with your own values and your own activities and way of working that are actually compatible. So it's not about judging, it's about compatibility to move forward to get success together. And of course, like you said, you've been mentioning over and over, you can't really do it alone. Mm-hmm. You can't. I mean, Eva and I have an amazing relationship and she is the relationship maker. <laughs> And so, we met on Clubhouse. <laughs> no, yeah. we met on JT. On JT. On JT's, yeah. Yeah. JT's network. And then we developed a relationship working on Clubhouse after. And without each other, I think our, I think at least my life wouldn't be the same, you know, with just vent, venting at times that are, that are hard um, or just telling her when, when things are great. So... So sharing with somebody that can listen, somebody that is willing to tell you the truth, no matter what, you know, not even what you want to hear, but you need to hear, you know, she often does that. So uh, that's really so important. And then to keep a friendship, you know, regardless of what, like what you're saying and how you're feeling. So, and then having a long lasting, I think uh, when what we started, what, 2020 or is it 2021? I think 2020. Yeah, we started 2020. So uh, I can say, you know, you're one of my closest best friends and I've never met you in person. So- I love you so much. I know I'm I'm so, I'm so blessed to have you in my life. And yes, uh, you mentioned something that I strongly believe, a real friend, never going to feel sorry for you, never going to be like, oh, you know what, it's okay. No, they're going to be straightforward because they want to help you. And you do that to me too. And that's why I love you so much because it it goes both ways and we we kind of help each other out. And I have a question I'm going to ask you that you are more knowledgeable. Some and you ask me says, oh, this is what happened, what you think. And yeah, it's it it goes both ways. So anytime you can develop relationships all around the world, even without meeting the person. But, you know, the values are the same and we just connected. So I uh, I, uh, said that um, this year is not going to be mega success. Is JT going to uh, come out from hiding maybe one or two years from now? Well, uh, he pivoted to a new kind of event. So it's not the mega success for for events, for, for business. It's actually called the Mega Net Worth event and it's happening in new york in november and it's a little different because it's really about deal making growth business growth it is still marketing and branding and it's sort of sort of a similar thing but he is focused on the deal making growing business collaborating partnering so that's why it's going to be in new york because in new york there's going to be a lot of um, businessmen that are very, very successful uh, that have created deals and have grown their wealth. So that's what, but it's so there is a mega success, but it's not called mega success. It's a different kind, it's a mega net worth event with so, the so without, so without the uh, actors and uh, and uh, yeah. it's a little bit of far from Hollywood, right? Exactly, so not so much the celebrity Hollywood celebrities. 
but more the celebrities in the business industry. So CEOs, uh, successful CEOs, you know, maybe we'll have Tim Cook now that he wants to leave Apple. So maybe we'll have Tim Cook there. I don't know. It's a surprise. And those are, in a way, celebrities like, you know, Elon Musk, Tim Cook, uh, John Ledger, you know, from T-Mobile. They're all celebrities in a different kind of way. And I would say more respected in this way because they're actually making making business growing, uh, growing, they're growing businesses and they're making them successful Then they've created over and over. And then we need to so much to learn from them, you know, how they handle risk, how they negotiate the contracts, how they do the negotiation, how they collaborate and invest with other big investors. You know, all that information is very valuable because we can, you know, so above as below, right? So anything that is happening, extra within your micro level business in your own industry so whatever you can learn from another industry it applies to yours and you can just extract the basic outline and then do the same and you can have success as well so if you learn from those people so uh, i'm excited about that it's november again in new york Good. I was uh, listening to something this morning, and it was very interesting, the explanation about uh, and, uh, about goal setting and about having a vision. And uh, says, it was, uh, I think it was Dr. Jordan Peterson who said, well, if you start uh, laying down a brick one at a time, and you have like 10,000 to lay down. Some uh, One of the people are going to say, oh, this is so much work one by one, and they have this negative energy. And the other one comes and starts laying down the bricks, says, yeah, maybe it's not going to be anything big at that moment, but maybe 10 years from now is going to be a cathedral. So has the vision of something bigger than just doing the work right then but you have to have both the idea and the willingness to work. So how you see your um, your uh, 2023 developing? You have uh, plans, you have uh, a yes. goal, you have well, a dream that you really, really want to achieve? Yeah, well, there's definitely like, I'm definitely I'm a right brainer. I'm a creative person. I like to speak. So that is my forte. So Usually people that have that kind of brain uh, tend to have big visions and big goals. But what I've been learning is that everything is down to the balance, right? So how do you reinforce the things that you're weak in? So if I am, if I need to focus more on the planning and restructuring the, my time so that I'm more focused because I'm a right brainer, I'm an ideas person talking. So I am trying to balance that a little more and try to put more focus on on my daily routine and be very strict in the hours and i ha i cannot i haven't done the every half hour but at this at least i'm trying to keep the every hour uh appointments and things and scheduling even the eating eating or cooking or resting or having fun one thing that did work so this year is about just making sure like you said doing the break part is that part for me so having the focus and having the routine and forcing me to do something I don't like because I'm more like a spontaneous, let's do this, let's do that. So having that part of my discipline uh, taken care of, it's important for putting that brick that eventually is going to create that cathedral, right? And the other part is the big goals is I want to, um, so my idea is to be location-free again, uh, working so that I can do the events with JT and be more free to to um, attend the big event and big experiences because it's about experiences. I want to go back to experiencing things um, abroad. I need to go back to Paris for a little bit to reconnect with my network there. And I need to be able to do some experiences in different locations and uh, being tied to one location in a particular business doesn't work for that goal. Of course, um, I do have music, music goals, so I want to restart. It seems like this year is going to be the year where I'm, again, going to perform here in California for the first time, I suppose. <laughs> so with my band and with my choir. So that's a big goal for this year. So musically, that's what I want to do and continue releasing music and composing because I've been composing uh, more music. I have 
I've composed a lot of lyrics last year, not so much music, like the melody, but I composed a lot of lyrics. So I want to continue doing that. And uh, in the fitness, I just really recovered. Uh, I've been, I've been really last year was a little bit of like, there was the beginning was good. The middle wasn't that good. And at the end I re, re retook it, you know, my fitness. And now I'm just full on. I knew it would happen once I came back to United States because in Paris, things are kind of soft. I had my training going, but it was kind of relaxed. One, one triathlon a year. That's okay. Not so much, not so strong, but this, this time I'm finally, I'm on track. I have my Pilates instructor. I have my spinning class lined up. I have my yoga thing lined up. I have the dance thing going um, on my own, my own routine. So I think the fitness is definitely my, my health and fitness is very high priority so that I can be at optimal health. So I can perform the things that I need to perform and be an example. It's all about being an example, right? At the end, that brick is just live life to the best that you can be. So you can then show online in my content creation, my life, the way, like I was doing, just like I've been doing all my life, really living my life to the fullest, showing people how I'm doing it and sharing people the tools and strategies, how to do it so they can do it too. I know you are very, very hardworking. And I said, like, you are so well-rounded. You have so many, you, you say that you are right, um, right brain. But uh, in order to uh, to do the computer, to be a, an engineer, a software engineer, you have to use also your left brain. So it's very um, interesting that you are really well balanced in, in the same, uh, like you're saying that I'm, I'm this. And no, you are both. Do you agree? Yeah, I definitely have both trainings. I definitely, well, like I said, it's, it's, you may have a tendency. We have, by, by birth, we have a tendency of something, but we can, with discipline, study and channel all the things that are not conducive to the right success to be well balanced and i'm saying this words very carefully because i don't want to um, yeah. say the wrong thing right but it's your uh, opinion and it's your experience so you know yeah. some people might have something else yeah i don't want to say the the exact wrong thing but you know of course there's left brainers there's right brainers there's people that handle both very well i i am a software engineer and a, and i think what it comes down to is no matter what kind of tendency you have you know to be more in the speaking world creative world or you be more in the numbers isolated introverted it doesn't matter your traits if you have an interest in something you're going to go deep down in that subject and that's what happens so i'm interested in technology so even though I'm a right-brainer and I like to do things and maybe I lose focus, I go from one idea to the other and I like to speak and be creative. I just go in the rabbit hole when I when it comes to technology and figure out what goes into automation. Last night, I was just really deep down looking at all the different innovations in Apple and what are, what, why are they coming up with a new phone? What are they changing? Why are they pivoting? And just really analyzing that. And from the business side of you, now that I have that knowledge, that experience, because of all the things that I've been growing uh, with JT in the past three years and analyzing it from a strategic business side, you know, the different product releases, and but also from a technology side, like what are the things that they're implementing that I can use for my business, for my automation, and how is that changing the culture? So, and, you know, from a psychology point of view, from a spiritual point of view. So it's really, for me, it's fascinating how technology affects. And that part, it really requires a focus and requires a left brain looking at numbers and going deep down, right? And that's where I'm trained because I like the technology and and always like high tech and all kinds of stuff. So the only reason I'm able to focus and use my left brain so intensely is because I'm interested in it. And I think that's a good lesson for everybody that's listening because even if, you, if you're a right brain, you if you have an interest in something, you can be creative in it as well as you can be deep down analytical on it. So so if you have an interest, and that interest doesn't mean that you like it. It's just an interest, like a, like a deep down interest. Yeah. Yesterday I was thinking of you and I said, how am I going to have the podcast? Because I lost the volume on my computer. Like uh, I could not hear anything. 
And I went on YouTube and I said, I'm going to solve it. And I was listening to these guys and they blabbed too much. It just let me know, this is what you have to do. One, two, three, and let me know what I have to do. Not listen half an hour. But I was, I said, okay, I'm going to go back. I'm not going to listen anymore to, uh, to those guys. And I'm going to figure it out. It took me one and a half hour, but I did figure it out. And I, I was so happy. And I said, yeah, as, as you said, I'm also very visual. But, and I was having hard time. I mean, I'm listening and when I talk to people, but for me, it was more visual. You tell me, I, I see something I don't forget. But one of the things that happened that we were locked down, I learned how to listen the audio. And it made such a big difference because I listen differently to people and um, I listen to audiobooks. And before I said, no, I have to read it. I have to have, uh, have it in my hands, the book. And everything can happen if you put your mind to it. This, this time I was forced to do it because I had no, no other way out. But everything can be learned if you want to do it. And you are exactly. not going to learn it, as you said, in one day. But say what you said, it takes uh, 90 days to develop a habit. So what you were talking about, it's so interesting and so true. So what, what is one lesson or one, one uh, thing that happened in uh, 2022 that you are not taking uh, over in 2023? And what is something that you learned and you want to develop it and make it better and, and be more successful with it? Well, the thing that I'm not going to take uh, for next year is to stay quiet when I see something that is not working. <laughs> so usually I am pretty vocal when, like, it's not critical or judgmental, but I like to say how to fix things. I usually like to share. It's like, oh, if I see somebody doing something, and I usually want to want to help. I want to tell them how to fix it or tell how to how to do it better according to my experience okay so I always have an opinion it's like my my family will say oh you always have an opinion you want to say something but actually lately I think the thing that I'm not going to take for this year is I did stay quiet and saw saw things that were against my values that I didn't speak up um, because it's not my place to say anything right but I realized that that doesn't help me or them or doesn't help my own integrity so I decided I'm not going to stay quiet for for the things that I see and I observe regardless of what the consequences are and uh, because I'm careful I'm very I, on the, at the same time I don't like at the same time I like to say opinions I don't like confrontation I hate confrontation I hate argument I hate um, discussions that are opposing so I'm learning to have opposing conversations and debating without causing any issues, you know, any uh, roughness, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, in France, people love to debate and everybody's happy after drinking wine and cheese, right? So, agree um, to disagree. Agree to yeah, disagree. you agree to disagree. Uh, Can I say um, something? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I was laughing because I'm doing the same thing and people, I don't want to know that. And I'm like, I realized you and me, we are solution oriented. It's not that we want to butt in or we want to make the other person feel less or they don't know. But when we see a, a solution for a problem, we're going to step in and people take it in the wrong way. And right. that's what you're talking about. Yeah, some people may take it in the wrong way. So I'm very careful, you know, not to create conflict. Um, and it's all because my avoidance of conflict. So this in this year, I'm leaving back, not being afraid of that and just putting myself out there and not caring. So that is one thing I'm not taking for next year, uh, for this year. And um, the uh, thing that, and the other question was, what, I, what, what do I want to develop this year is I want to really make sure that I am an expert on ads uh, for my, my business clients because that's where a lot of the business growth it relies of course I know how to do ads and everything but I really want to increase my 
expertise and my my wisdom on ads on all the platforms. I know there's a, some new platforms coming on. Social media is changing a lot. Uh, the social medias that are already out there are trying to give a lot of rewards and monetary rewards to the content creators. You know, I get paid um, as well by by the different social, by Instagram as well. So for the content that I create now for the first time, you know, before I've been creating content since 2000 and what, in, on Instagram since, I think 2000 and I don't know, 11 or so, the 15 is where I really launched all the content creation for coaching a lot and I have over 4,000 posts. I've never gotten a dime from them. And then all of a sudden last year, um, they started promoting and giving me incentive, like do this, we'll pay you this, we'll pay you that. And so it's interesting. So that's changed. So I want to really grow on that platform, not that platform, but I want to make sure that I work more on that side of the monetization of the content creation and uh, teaching my clients and how to do that. And um, I know how to do that well, how to create content online and how to teach how to do that for my clients. And uh, with QP, the new social media, like the new generation of social media that directly monetizes for the clients, for the creators, it's really fantastic. So I'm building there my channels, my profiles, which is fantastic. So that's I'm focusing on that for the social media. And I love social media since it started. So that's something that I really enjoy. So I want to grow on that too. You see, we were talking about keeping doing it. It took you 10 years or more than 10 years. And now you are at the point that actually you are reaping the reward of your work, but you were doing it constantly. So you never give up. So that's one of the things that is very important for everybody that you start something and it doesn't work first time, second time. Just just do it. Just do it. You're going to get better. And at the, at the end, you're going to win. Yeah, when the social media started, nobody had an idea. The creators didn't have an idea that they could monetize their content like that. And we were a little bit naive or just putting out the content and not realizing that the social medias were using our content to drive the ads. And then they were getting the, the, the money and we were just we were creating the free content for them to to monetize. And uh, that's why they've grown billions because of our creations because they use all our information to um, capitalize on the ads. So now I am really trying to understand how to capitalize and monetize the ad power uh, on social media to help this grow, grow in business online for other people, my clients, and also for my own. For me, it's fun to just post out there because my purpose is not to monetize when I post. My purpose is to help people reach their dreams and, and turn their visions into reality. So it's just, here's what I do. I live my dreams. I live my life the best I can do. And you can do it too. And, you know, then people just follow my, my content. They get entertained. They, they like it. You know, if it's like singing, they like my voice. They like, they enjoy it. If it's my coaching, they like the wisdom, they want to apply it. And they little reminders of how to live your life better. So that's my purpose. So that that's really something I do regardless. And if I can get rewarded by, by the social media uh, because of that, the content, that's fantastic too. And that's, it's about time. And QP is a, is a, a platform where you can do that from the get-go and you have their own, your own power. Like it's not them driving the power. Like you can already have subscriptions and pay through them. So that's just directly. So it's really, I really like that. And of course, talking to the CEO of the company, you know, having a, um, communication with him directly that's actually an advantage you know we're going to be the original founders of the QP it's just fascinating and just anything that's in technology that I can show any of my talents and the wisdom and the knowledge I think it's very useful and we should all take advantage of that that's why Facebook's there why do people say yeah say people say oh they're not on Facebook anymore but they're still there they have their friends there they've connected with people there and I've connected with people all over the world. So it's um, it's not going to go away, YouTube and, and all the different platforms. So it's important to know how, how we're going to use it in the future and how we can monetize and grow our business with it. There are so many new new uh, social medias came up, so many new um, ideas that they came up. It's hard to keep uh, pace. And we did already um, an, um, a podcast about uh, social media, how to utilize it. 
So this year is going to be very interesting because lots of things changed. But I think you are in the right path. I think you're going to be so, so this, you work towards this year. This is going to be the, your year. I know it. You're going to be so successful. I mean, you are already, but this is going to be the the year that you're going to get the reap re, re, re the rewards of the, of the, the rewards. Yeah, I, I try to think about that word. Yeah, sometimes. No, it's, it's interesting. Like I can see, I can definitely feel um, in my instincts, in my gut, that it's going to be amazing this year. Especially like now that I'm like stable in California, in a place where I like. So it's, it, it doesn't, it's really hard to have a plan and know where things are going to go if you don't have a stability in some part yes. of your life. You have a base at this point in every way, everything you develop, where you live, the people surround you. So, you know, a strong base creates a strong uh, building and, you know. Yeah. And I do definitely like to move. I mean, the past few years or the past decade, have been definitely testing new <laughs> countries you know six years in France and before and that was really settled and then six years in France took six years to settle there and then after that the pandemic happened I had to come back and it's been taking three years to settle here in California so I think now I can see the path to be here in California as my base and and just continue um, growing businesses and growing as a as a business owner as well and you know what um, I like about you I, I what I love about you that you are that person that okay I'm here but it's not working out for me okay let's me let me do the change uh, many people are afraid of change especially you did a huge change from Boston to California you didn't know what to expect but you did it anyway and when you do those kind of changes you are so open to all the opportunities yeah I think timing is very critical for everything and I'm actually writing that's one of the things that I wanted to um, get done this year I've been writing a book called uh, migrate to success uh, originally it was about migrating to a different country and then when the pandemic happened, I had to pivot and change it because there's like people can't even travel to a different country. So what am I talking about? My great, but it's actually the same principles. And I've been writing this book this year. I want to finish it and publish it. And it's the 13 strategies to really relocate. And a lot of people, and it's kind of relevant because before I was talking, because my experience as, my, as an immigrant from Venezuela to the United States, to, to England, to Boston, to France, and back to the United States, it's been very vast. I have a very, very good um, knowledge and I can tell you exactly what to do when you're going to relocate. I've relocated so many times in my life and I have it down. I was writing that book and now with this life after the pandemic, people are relocating left and right everywhere. Uh, mm -hmm. What the life what was before was not the, the, the current life and they realized, you know what, I can be anywhere that I want and I can change and maybe this is not what I want and I can change my life uh, completely. So I think that's talking about change. I think the pandemic really forced people to realize that they can actually change drastically their life and their way of living, even their job. A lot of people changed their job, their business, their, they pivoted. They sold their business to do something else. They changed their jobs. They left their husbands. They married new people, <laughs> right? <laughs> so their wives. Um, so I think it's inter interesting to talk about that, how to pivot, how to relocate, how to readjust and adapt to a new situation. So that's what that book is about. And I am going to finish it. I was in the middle of it during the pandemic uh, before coming back from Paris. I was and then I stopped and uh, I'm resuming that this year, actually, and um, and finishing it. So within a few, I, I won't I won't give it a few months you know, it'll be done because um, it's not too, too long. And, um, and, that, and that's something that we need to uh, learn how to do, how to adapt, how to embrace change, how to embrace your fears when, you ch when changes happen, how to get resources from places and from people that you don't know and you don't even know the culture. So those are very important things to know in life, very important knowledge and, and and tools that you need to know because when things happen in your, in your business, you can use those tools. When things happen in your personal life, you can also use those tools. So pivoting, changing, 
and not being attached to a, a particular way of life. I mean, you've changed your life after your diagnosis. And at the same time, you didn't, right? Because yeah. here we are. We are in the podcast, just like before we were, before your diagnosis, right? And it just teaches us that our real purpose was always been there, has always been there, which is help people, help people, serve people. And the changes in our life are just there to give us things to grow as a person and to grow physically and to grow mentally. And after that transformation happens, here we are again. We're the same person and we are just giving. So we just give something even richer than we were given before. So I think that's uh, that's what's important here. Um, so in those talking about change, you know, just embrace change and you have to learn how to do that so that you can apply it to your business and get even more successful than where you are. Where I am at this point, I uh, I plan only a month ahead. I'm not planning for the whole year because I don't know what's going to happen. But what is planned for the month, I want to achieve it. I want to do it. It's it, it gives me pleasure. It gives me pleasure to see that I still can put things together. I still can talk to people. I can I still can help people. And I think when you come from that point of view of helping people instead of, I want money and this is how much money I'm going to do. Yeah, you have to have an idea because you have to uh, to live and pay your rent and uh, pay the bills and whatever. But uh, when you concentrate on people, somehow things come together and uh, and it helps you to uh, to advance, right? Yeah, and I think, well, there's two things I want to say about that because it's, it's- it's a good point, but it's also important to know, sure, number one, recognize your value. And number one, recognize where your value is going to be effective. You know, it's this thing about like, yes, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, this year, I'm going to speak my, 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 my vote, I'm going to speak up, but I'm going to speak my value where my value is appreciated and where my value is honored, right? So appreciation doesn't mean money, appreciation giving back but it does mean respect and acknowledgement, right? So so if we know our value and we know where we're going to express it and how we're going, where, we, where are we going to apply it, okay, we're not going to go to a place where, you know, you're not going to go to a bar and start speaking there. The people are going to want to listen. They just want to drink, right? So, Unless you're really, really plastered like them, and then they're going to listen. But otherwise, yeah, for a bartender, you know, a bartender is the best therapist, right? Oh, yeah. It's not even getting paid. I mean... Yeah, the bartender is the best therapist that you can have, they say. Good listeners, they're also commiserate with you and they drink with you. It's like a fun person. Yeah, it's great, right? So, but... um, One one thing I learned, like last year, that I am really getting away from negativity. And I'm a good listener. And people uh, like to talk to me and tell their, their problems. And lately, I'm cutting them off if they're coming up with the same uh, same problem. And I said, you know what? If you are going to uh, bring up this problem and you did not solve it, I'm not the person to help you. You have to help yourself. When you meet someone that it's not doesn't have the same values, I find that people like, oh, I don't want to talk to that person, or you know, like they're moving away. It can be done in a very different. Uh, way but you can tell them that you know what I don't have time for this I'm, I'm I'm going that way if you're going to go my way then you're going to be in my life but if you are going to be uh, a victim all the time then I don't have time for you I it's a victim mentality lately and um, it doesn't serve anybody yeah, that's where the values and the, you know, writing down, maybe it's a good exercise for this year for anybody that's listening to write down what are your real values for your life? Do you val- is, is honesty up there, sharing with other people up, uh, up there in that list in the top? And not everybody has the same values in the top, right? Is communicating with people in a deeper level a value that you have? It's growing your business, you know, first. A value that you have I mean, every single little thing maybe you want to write down the list of things that you 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 value the most 
and then align with people uh, to see if they are, have to have the same values or what kind of values they are they have that can be compatible with yours. You know Maybe what's interesting that I have clients and most of them uh, I'm getting from a dating agency and I'm talking to them and they're saying, I said, what are your values? I don't know. I said, how you know? When you're going to go to that uh, to that first date, to the second date, if you are compatible, if you know from the beginning, the first three dates, if the values are the same, then you pursue and you're going to uh, know the person. And not only that, but um, if you don't, just step away. Don't waste your time, you know. And there are certain things you can accept from a person, certain things you cannot. So what are some of the things that you can accept? It, it's different than what you believe in. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. I have a little squirrel and comes in the window and I put out nuts and it's like they're looking at me like, thank you, and they're leaving. <laughs> it's one of the, my, my, main distraction, my main distractions. But seriously, uh, I think when, when you meet people, just people are afraid to ask. And I think if you ask what you believe in, how you see and and put it down. So when you uh, write it down, as you said, because if it's written down, you can always go back and says, yeah, uh, you know what? This is important to me, but I'm aware of it. Because if you don't like write it down, you are not going to be aware of it because your mind is all over the place. Yeah. yeah. For me, definitely, for example, one top value for me is fairness. I need to be surrounded and I need to be fair fair to myself, fair to others, and fair to the people that are around. So if people are not treated fairly, if things are not done fairly, it really is a pet peeve of mine. And that's something that's way up there if it's not fair. And fair is like, you know, it includes, you know, taking advantage of people that, that just c- cannot take it. And so I know. So I, I try to to make sure that, you know, and I observe, and I observe, and I can see when things are not fair. So when when that when you know that then you know where to go where to go where you know like for example if you want to go and gamble <laughs> in yeah. a in a casino you know that's not fair because you're gonna be spending all this thing and then not getting anything for it and until like whatever the house always wins so i cannot interact in those environments for example well now i'm distracted here because it's like a huge storm in california yeah, and, I heard about it. and the the windows are kind of being bombarded by the rain right now, and the um the the wind yeah, is making. You have another value that we talked about, and a, a, a pet peeve, the same thing as me. No lies. It's like lies, and uh, you know, it, it's it's not acceptable. Honesty, right? Like honesty, like you know, you don't have to lie when you justify things. You know, you don't have to make up things. You know, as business, oh, maybe you want to say, oh, an excuse. Basically, excuses are lies. If you don't think excuses are lies, well, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> so, so there's different ways to lie, right? Like this is a lie because you blatantly lie. Like, okay, yes, I'm wearing red and I'm wearing blue, right? But that's um. That's, that's something different, but sometimes excuses are lies and justifying things for other reasons are lies. You're hiding from the truth. You're you avoiding the reality. Justify. You should not never justify this is what yeah. it is. It's like it's, facts are facts. You cannot make up the facts, right? Facts are facts and you have to go by the facts and you have to, so no no justifying or no excuses you know living an honest no excuse life it's um it's a very it's a very important thing for you to succeed in business and there was i was talking to doc the other day and uh i think we were talking about also pivoting and and reshifting and refocusing but oh i didn't have time I didn't have time to do X, Y, and Z. I can't remember what it was. And then immediately I caught myself and I said, let me rephrase that. I didn't give that priority to do that. So, and then he's, and he, he because we know we're coaches and he, he turns around and he says, you know what? I know exactly what you just did. And, you know, because we rephrase things, the things that we say affect, it's like we're lying to ourselves. I'm lying to myself if I think that I didn't have time for it. I always have time for something. I just give it a different priority. 
And if I give something priority, it gets done because I give it time and priority. If I don't do it, it's because I didn't give it priority to do it. So I tried to be uh, true to myself to say I didn't have priority because then I am lying to myself saying I didn't have time. So then after a while, it's like, oh, we never have time. Oh, there's no time for anything. You know, all that mental talk is all a lie. And we can live thinking that we don't have time. But in fact, we have time. If we wake up at four or three, like JT, <laughs> right, we will have time for everything. And then if we plan everything, we can have time for everything. So that's one of the things that I really, I, I try to really be careful with every single word I say so that I don't lie to myself and I don't make weird constructs in my brain of realities that don't exist, like not having time. So it's not true. We do have time. We always have time. So we just don't make priority for the things that we want to do. And we just, you know, choose to do whatever we want to choose to do. And then we don't have that time left. <laughs> and then it's time to go to bed. It's so, true. It's, so that's what, so lies, not all, it doesn't just mean a lie because you're lying for something. It also means lying to yourself and justifying no excuses. And uh, yeah, so that's, um, I hope that this was helpful for everybody. I know we've been going on for uh, an hour. You know, I, I it's it was so good to come back and actually start the the 2023 on the right way. And I believe that uh, this year is going to be successful for many many people who had been doing the, their diligence and they learned and they were curious enough to uh, to advance. I mean. Yeah. It's so much to learn. And I, I realize, I mean, I'm reading a lot. And more I read and more I know, I realize how little I know. And it's really frustrating. So happy that uh, you were, that we were able to do this podcast again. I can't wait to do the next one. And um, I wish you all the best and success. And I'm looking forward to talk again. Yes, so if you can give only one idea or only one suggestion to a, a business person what would that be well the first thing is make sure that you write your top 10 urgent issues so that's the first thing number one write down your top 10 urgent issues and get them to do it now first top 10 just write them down what are your urgent issues that you have to tackle right now second make sure you write the top three goals that you have for the next 90 days not sooner, not later, just write the goals that you want to do. Okay, I want to have this, this, and this, and then make a plan for each one of the three. And then follow through and follow up. Connect with the people that are going to make you succeed in those goals and reach those goals. Those are the two things that I would say, you know, tackle the urgent things first. Get them done, get them out of the way. Once you tackle those top 10 and then go for the next three goals. Once you do that, then and then repeat. Have a good, so, and if, if I want to say some, a third thing would be just to really program your day, like have a good day structure, have a good day structure so you can prioritize and you can just get things done. How can people reach you? Because I know uh, you're always welcoming new clients. You are always ready to be on maybe somebody's podcast to give value. So how can people reach you if they want to work with you or they are interested in what you do? Well, definitely, you know, I'm on all social media as Nenny Chassin, N-E-N-I-C-H-A-C-I-N, Nenny Chassin. You can find me on every single social media, Nenny Carolina Chassin. You can find me. Instagram is probably the, the place where I'm the most. So just go in my link in bio there and schedule a call with me from there. The link in bio has all the information, how to contact me, email, I'm everywhere. So just send a message through my social media uh, or send a message in the link in bio, schedule a call if you want. And uh, that's um, reachable in any, all the social medias. I'm going to list everything that is important. And thank you for being here. It was so nice to see you. Mm -hmm. We talk on the phone and sometimes, you know, the phone is not as big as this, but uh, the screen. So thank you. Thank you, Eva. See you soon. Uh, thank you for listening. It was such a pleasure to see Nanny and see uh, how successful she is and all her plans for the future. So if you have any questions, uh, just I'm going to leave it below 
all the information to contact Nanny. You can contact me, but on the social media or uh, email, I don't have a website anymore. I don't, uh, I don't see the reason to have it. Uh, and you're going to find out at one point why. So uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye.